0: An off day for your Detroit Tigers on Thursday. So for the first time in the 2022 season, we finally bring back the return of Prospect Friday. Today on Locked on Tigers. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Friday, June 10th, 2022. Thank you for making Locked on Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy freaking Friday. Um, So last year, if you followed this uh, channel, this show, whatever you want to call it, if you followed this show last season, you remember that if we had especially if we had an off day on a Thursday, but even just a lot of Fridays in general, we had prospect Friday and that was when at the end of the week we would look at just take a segment at least out of the show or like I said if we had a whole day off take the entire show and just go over um the biggest performers of the past week from the minor league system. And this year We haven't been able to fit it in. Uh, There's a lot more stuff that I want to talk about in the middle of during Tigers games, right? And so if they play on Thursday, I want to take a whole show and dedicate it to the Major League team. But when we have an off day on a Thursday, we have the ability to bring back Prospect Friday. And because we haven't done it yet this entire season, we get to talk about who the standouts of the year are up to this point in the year and kind of the expectations going forward for some of these guys uh, where we expect them to be how close some of them might be to the major league level a lot of fun stuff a lot of really fun stuff to talk about so let's without further ado the return for the first time in 2022 the return of of prospect friday i was really in my bag when i was thinking of the name eh? i just like the least creative name you could think of prospect friday Oh, that, I mean, I guess it's, it's direct it's to the point, you know, what we're going to talk about and you know what day of the week it is, but not, not, not very creative. If you have a more creative name, maybe, uh, maybe I'll use it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'll use it. Some of y'all are going to say some wild stuff, but um, maybe, maybe I'll use it. But today we do have prospect Friday. I'm super pumped. There's a lot of guys in the system this year that are having really good years, Uh, some dudes maybe for the opposite reason are, are being highlighted because they're not living up to expectations so far. There's so much happening in a baseball organization at all times. And that's why I love this sport more than anything. And, and that's my part of my fascination with it. And I I wanted to be clear that I, I have, I I watched the minors a lot. Like I, baseball truly is, um, truly is my 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 life I I watch the the Tigers team obviously I watch the Tigers every day Um, but I I a lot of these dudes I I do watch as well and and have the whatever it's called thing so I can watch every minor league game in the country if I wanted to Um, and it is it is I love it I I truly do I just I love this organization and I love this sport man truly so let's get into it finally now that I've dawdled for like four minutes. I think the person I want to start with is, yeah, I'm gonna start with Colt Keith because I think that he is a, a good person to kind of get off on on the right foot of he, He's somebody who we so we drafted Colt Keith as I believe as a second baseman in the fifth round of the weird 2020 draft. Um, that was, I believe, only five rounds, if I remember correctly. And we we drafted him straight out of high school. And he signed. And immediately, he was hitting for average. He's hit for average everywhere he's been. For, I mean, high school doesn't really count for sake of argument because it's high school ball and these dudes are professional talent players. So, like, yeah, of course, he raked in high school. Um, but right away... Uh, when he came into the system in 2021 at just 19 years old. We see last year, high single A. uh, Well, high single A only played in like 15 games. In single A, where he spent a majority of last year, hit for a 320 average, a 437 on base percentage, 30 walks to 39 strikeouts in those 44 games. And then just a 422 slug. I say just because it's not bad but it's you know that's more of a doubles type power hitter he only had one home run on the year and had an ops of 858 for all those people who can't do math that quickly uh so that is where he spent a majority of the season like i said he did get called up to west michigan at one point and in 15 or 18 games did not hit very well at all uh and what struck out a ton so this year was, was going to be an interesting season for Colt Keith always just because first full season at high single A. And you can really move through an organization fast once you get through the, the single A's, right? Well, once you get through the, the low, mid, high single A's, I guess we only have two now technically because of the, the minor league cuts that were made uh, at, what, 2019, 2020? Um, but w- once you get through single A and and high single A, you can, you can bust through an organization, right? Like you can, if you, if you're crushing it in double A, they'll, they'll call you straight up. They'll send you to triple A within like a month. Like you, you really can bust through an org uh, once you get past that high single A milestone. So for him being only 20 years old and going into his first full year in West Michigan, that was always going to be a really kind of a big milestone not milestone, that's not the right word, but just like all eyes were going to be on him. And he has crushed it. He has been absolutely killing it. Uh, I am recording this before all the minor league games for the evening start on Thursday because I, I want to watch them, but I also want to go to bed at a decent hour. So these are stats pre Thursday games for the organization. Um, for Colt Keith, 297 batting average, 367 on base percentage. 542 slugging percentage. That is a 909 OPS. He has four stolen bases on four attempts, 22 walks in 47 games, 42 strikeouts in 47 games, nine home runs, and 14 doubles, three triples in there as well. Uh, Just absolutely raking. And and if you're even... remotely have your pulse on on tigers twitter you've probably seen a couple of his home runs a couple of his highlights he had a go-ahead home run earlier this week uh late in the game he 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 just looks the swing is beautiful and i think the biggest thing for him is just where he's going to land on defense because he's athletic but there's a lot more to being a good defender especially in the middle infield or corner infield or anywhere really than just being you know purely athletic so it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up defensively. Like I said, we drafted him as a second baseman. Uh, he has also played some third base. There's some talks about him getting like more of a look in corner outfield situations. It's, I, I think that's going to be a, a question. But for a guy that if you would have asked me a year ago what I thought of Colt Keith, I would have said he has the potential to be a, a solid player high-average hitting middle infielder or, or utility player. And, you know, if if he can develop the power a little bit more, he might turn into a doubles type of power guy, you know, hit, hit a ton of doubles. But I never would have expected him to be much of a home run hitter because that – I mean, hadn't seen any of that. It was all average and no power. And this year has absolutely turned that around. Like I said, I mean, 57 hits total and 14 plus 9 is 23 plus 3, 26 – 26 of those 57 hits are all extra base hits. Nine of them homers, 31 ribbies and 47 games for those who are our big RBI fans. Still. I mean, he, he really is driving the heck out of the ball. So really fun to see Colt Keith uh, raking so far and going to be really interesting to see what they do the rest of the year with him. Because if you can get a 20 year old in double a by the end of the year, that's uh that that's a fast track. That's a fast track. So, We'll see what happens. Like I said, last year when he got promoted, he um, he struggled right away. So we'll see the rest of the year for Colt Keith. But he's someone that I wanted to highlight, talk a lot about, and just get out of the way at the beginning. We won't spend a whole segment. We're, you know, We're going to cover a lot more than just three people. But he's just a guy that I really wanted to focus on because he has had such a good year. And uh, if he can find a home on defense where he is relatively comfortable and and getting good production – uh, I, I think that we could be seeing someone grow into, into legitimate Major League talent. So Colt Keith, definitely someone to keep an eye on for. Okay, we will get into uh, the rest of the guys that I want to cover. But first, I've got to tell you all about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs make it, makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job to the, then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. So your network can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening, questioning, make it easier to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small business rates LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidate you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Well, you do now, and that's why you got to get on there. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB. You can post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody. We are back here for segment two at Locked On Tigers. Take that survey I've been telling you all about. Important favor to ask. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you. Make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So to take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. Okay, so Colt Keith was definitely one I wanted to highlight because he really excites me. He really excites me a lot. I'm, I'm I'm pretty pumped up about Colt Keith. He's still only 20. He'll be uh 21 in August, I believe. Uh just super super fun to watch. He he's fun to watch at the dish, man. He he really is. He really is. Can spray the ball to all parts of the field too. Really looking forward to his development. Um the other person I want to cover Let's let's get to Carrie Carpenter. I think that's a good kind of next step from Colt Keith. So Kerry Carpenter was taken in the 19th round in 2019. Okay. Low end draft pick was out of Virginia tech hit really well at Virginia tech. And when he came in, I don't think there was very much expectations for a 19th round pick. I don't think they're in general are too terribly high of expectations for people taken after really the 10th round. Nonetheless, the 15th and, and when you start pushing 20th round. In 2019, he had a 1,000 OPS in the Rookie League, which is great, but it's the Rookie League. The talent there varies a lot. Uh, I mean, there's even an argument that Rookie League pitching is like on par with what he was facing in the ACC. So pretty good, solid I mean, 43 games, you know, no joke, solid, but you know, it's the Rookie League. 2020, he doesn't get invited to camp or anything, doesn't play anywhere in, uh, in 2020. And then last year goes to Double A at 23 years old and in Erie has a 752 OPS and a 262 average, 15 homers in 112 games, showed some pop. But I mean, as a whole, you know, almost 100 strikeouts, 29 walks, not, not a great on base percentage number. Uh, the slugging percentage was, was, you know, fine. I guess a little above average, but nothing crazy. I mean, a mid, a mid seven hundreds OPS, right? 752. So nothing that was jumping off the page as like, Oh, we got to keep an eye on this guy. But he was playing at the level of, you know, that's in a that's a solid year this year. He comes in and he has been Barry bonds. Like there's, It's remarkable. It truly is insane how how good he's been at. At the time of this recording, he has 49 games under his belt, nine doubles, zero triples, okay? So non-home run extra base hits, he has nine. He has 20 home runs in the first 49 games. We have not hit the 50-game mark, and he is leading double-A in homers, leading all of double-A in home runs, first person to 20. 42 RBIs in 49 games, 13 walks to 55 strikeouts. He is batting 322. He has a 382 on base percentage and a 706 OPS, a 706, sorry, a 706 slugging percentage. My apologies. I was going to say a 706 OPS is like slightly below average. That is his slugging percentage. He's he's absolutely crushing the baseball down in double A. Now, the immediate question is, okay, he has a 1,088 OPS through almost 50 games. Why is he still in double A? I think, honestly, the answer to that is the fact that the Tigers have had so many injuries. I think indirectly is affecting some of the progression of these dudes. Uh, Carpenter has played first in corner outfield. The Tigers have had a lot of outfield injuries. And uh, I I think especially over the last couple of weeks, when you start looking at like, Hey, maybe Carpenter could get a call up soon. Um, you're looking at, you know, Badu's back. Meadows came back. Victor Reyes is back. Riley Green is now getting playing time. It's, it's kind of hard to, and then Lester has been like a staple, in at triple a first base for for a little bit now kind of hard to find a spot for carrie carpenter at in triple a for as even for as good as he's been so i think in a weird way when the tigers start getting healthy again i mean robbie grossman down there now when the tigers start getting healthy again that will allow carrie carpenter to actually get promoted i think those things are weirdly correlated so i, I that that's going to be my answer to that but definitely a a a player to keep an eye on because he has had a, a crazy fun year, seven Oh six slugging percentage. Uh, do we want to get to the pitchers yet? Yeah, let's get to the pitchers. There's a lot of fun pitchers. Uh, The the two big ones that jump off the page at you immediately are Garrett Hill and Wilmer Flores, but there is a lot more that we'll talk about, but Wilmer Flores, I guess is the big one. Like the pitching story of the entire organization, outside of maybe Tarek Skubal, uh, Wilmer Flores is is probably the biggest pitching story within the entire Tigers organization. This is a dude that was uh, not drafted, came in. I believe he went to JUCO, came in to the Tigers. Uh, what in just last? Excuse me, just last season, had a three sixty eight ERA in fourteen games, thirteen of them started. Last year, and that was across rookie ball and single A. Um, had a 3-4 in single A. Had a 4-8-5 in rookie ball, whatever. 11 of those 14 were in single A, so that's probably what we should be looking at there. Um, and, and he was he was really good. He was really good. 3-4 ERA, 12.2K per nine. 3-7 walk per nine, I guess a little high, but gave up uh, essentially zero homers. Uh, eight hit per nine. His whip was about a 1-3. So he he was solid and the strikeout numbers were there in in Lakeland last season. He then shows up this year and sets the entire world on fire in high single A. He starts off at 21 years old. Uh Wilmer Flores also if if you haven't heard of him, uh the brother of Wilmer Flores. So there you go, easy to remember. They have the exact same name and they are brothers. Um major leaguer, Giants, Mets, etc. Wilmer Flores. So uh Wilmer in high single A this season. He's promoted to to double A Erie now, but in West Michigan he started 5 games, had a 16 K per 9. Let me repeat that. He had a 16 strikeout per 9 innings in West Michigan in 5 starts. Uh, he also, that's, that's 35 Ks in five starts. Remarkable. Uh, gave up two home runs, uh, gave up 14 hits in about 20 innings across all of those. Now, the big thing is, is just stretching his arm out because as you can see, 19 and two thirds innings in five starts seems a little low because it is, he wasn't going much more than three or four innings ever. And that's the thing that they're starting to work on, and and starting to slowly try and stretch him out to be able to do. But uh, he, he was lighting the world on fire. His whip was zero, sorry, zero point eight. Remarkable walk per nine was under one. He, he was just the definition of unhittable. One eight three ERA. So he gets promoted to Double A Erie, and so far he's made four starts for seventeen innings. So that's already he's getting about an inning added on to that with the pace that he was at uh, when he was in high single a 312 era still really solid An 11 and a half strikeout per nine still solid uh, walk per nine is up to 2.1 the whip is up to a one two and the home run per nine is still at about half uh, which is around where it's been at for uh, every level of his career so far so the adjustments are are needing to be made and, and the, the biggest thing with him uh, we can bring on uh, I have some some prospect people in mind within our uh, our great Tigers community that we can bring on and kind of go more in-depth on what makes these dudes so special. But uh, when I – the biggest difference, I think, and we'll talk about it with Garrett Hill as well, the the biggest difference between high single A and double A for these guys early on has just been pure stuff is starting to – still be really good i mean these are not bad like a three-one-two one 2 we 11.5 right k per nine is still damn good right so uh, i think it's just pure you got to work on command a little bit got to work on the command a little bit pure stuff is still going to get you pretty far you're still only in double a uh but if you want to repeat or even come close to repeating the numbers that you were putting up in in west michigan command is going to be a thing uh, especially when you look at breaking ball command with these guys that that's going to be the next step in development can they command those sliders and curveballs because um, that's been the thing with with hill flores and reese olsen who will also talk about after i tell you all about bet online Bet online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info find all the latest sports developments news and odds including this year's basketball championship the NHL Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all the latest fighting fighting news from MMA to the UFC and boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, everybody. Welcome back to... Segment three here at Locked On Tiger. So we're talking a little Wilmer Flores. Everybody loves the hair flip. He's a dude. He's really fun to watch on the mound too. Really fun to watch. 6'4", 225, big dude. Really fun to watch on the bump. Born in 2001. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, But super fun. I I highly recommend if you have the ability to watch a Wilmer Flores start uh, for the Seawolves. I highly recommend doing so because he is a, a absolute treat, really lively fastball, really good breaking ball. When he's tunneling it well and he has the command on point, he's pretty much unhittable, as we can see in the numbers. It's just a matter of getting that command down, maybe developing a third and a fourth pitch too, but really, really solid start to the career of Wilmer Flores. Uh, Garrett Hill is the other guy we wanted to talk about. So Garrett Hill is 26 years old. He was drafted in the 26th round of the 2018 draft by the Detroit Tigers. He's been this organization for a minute and he's always been, he's always been solid. It's just, he's never been, Oh my goodness. This is remarkable. Like this guy is going to be a future in the Tigers, like staple in the Tigers rotation going forward. Amazing. But he's been solid at every level. His career, Minor league ERA is two seven one across all levels. So he's been solid career whip of one point one across all levels uh in, in those three or four years in the minor leagues is two. In double A this year, he started off gangbusters as well, just crushing it. He had two two five ERA in thirty two innings, a zero point nine whip, and a fourteen and a half K per nine. So he was really, really killing it. And he got a call up to AAA and has made three starts th- there and has struggled. And I think, again, you're talking about, especially when you get to AAA, AAA, there's some rumors about what kind of ball AAA uses. Maybe they're still using the juice ball. Maybe they're not. I don't know. That's not my place to say. But who knows? Right? So that's the, the, uh, a thing to keep an eye on is, is with the, the promotion, he has struggled. And it is largely command based. There's a lot of command stuff in there, but there's also, I mean, you got to have better stuff going from double A to triple A. Triple A has a lot of major league talent within it, a lot of those foray type of players, a lot of dudes that whatever rehab assignments, et cetera. You're you're talking about a a lot of of major league talent, you know, replacement level players at the major league level at triple A. So, um, b- big, step for sure. And definitely only three starts under his belt. So we'll see how the development continues. Uh, but just was kind of to start off the year, like, uh, oh my goodness. At 26 years old, Garrett Hill, like feared it all out. And his strikeout numbers for what it's worth are still pretty solid in triple A, almost an 11 K per nine. Uh, it's just given up a, a, a lot of hard contact. And honestly, the biggest thing is just, he's walking everyone under the sun so far in triple a so walk numbers need to go down a lot i think his walk per nine is like over six right now through three starts so that's the biggest thing for him just getting that command together getting back into the strikeout routine and and, and the pitch sequencing that made him so effective in double a um but a guy to keep an eye on for fun guy to keep an eye on for uh the last pitcher that we want to talk about kind of in depth is reese olsen now reese olson is for those who either don't remember or are unaware whatever we acquired reese olson for daniel norris last year and daniel norris was an an average at best left-handed reliever that landed us reese olson who is now in some websites a top 10 prospect within the entire tigers organization if he's not in the top 10, he's at like 11. Uh, he has been, I, I would say, the last couple of starts, have he, he's given up a, a little bit more than what he did at the beginning of the year. But the first month of the season, he was nothing short of just dynamic. Started off this year in A. has only pitched this year in A. In 10 starts, he has a 3.65 ERA. 72 strikeouts in 49 innings that is a 13.1 strikeout per nine his walk per nine is 2.2 not giving up very many homers and a whip of 1.074 so just a hair over one there uh reese olsen has a wipeout slider wipeout slider nasty high spin really really effective pitch when, when it's paired well and pitch sequenced well with the fastball really effective pitch developing a third pitch is going to be important whether it's a change up whatever he wants to go more north south maybe he wants more of a curve type of thing um he, he has a history of throwing both of those to some extent since uh he, he's been in high school etc but something to, to keep an eye on but right now It's, it's, it's actually crazy watching him pitch because right now in double a, I'm not sure how anyone can hit his slider at the double a level. It's filthy. It really is filthy. Highly recommend watching some Reese Olsen. Highly recommend. So he's another guy to keep an eye on for. Uh, It's just really cool seeing all of these pitching prospects go up to, to double a, right? We have Olsen in double a, we have Wilmer Flores now in double a. Garrett Hill was in double a now at the triple a wig. We, we, they got past, you know, I said at the beginning of the show, once you get past the single a's, then you, you have the potential to kind of fly through. So it's cool to see these guys at such young ages, uh, kind of start taking big steps Reese in 22 years old, uh, I believe turning 23 here in July though. Uh, so again, for, for half a year of Daniel Norris, heck of a trade, heck of a trade, really, really excited about this kid. I think for the most part, there's there's reliever potential with all of these guys because they're minor league starters that are only going four or five innings. So, like, of course there is. But there is certainly starter potential in all of them as well. And they will continue to start. The Tigers will take every avenue to make sure and, and attempt them, attempt to get them to become major league starting pitchers. And if it doesn't work out, you're going to have a a dude that has a wipeout slider and a lively fastball coming out of your pen. Uh, Well, you know, a lot worse situations to be in. We've seen, you know, Chafin loves the failed starter T-shirt. It happens sometimes. But I'm really excited about these dudes as starters. So I think the only other people I wanted to bring up was just like quick hits of some guys. Uh, Let's see here. Zach Houston at 27. Is doing really well. I've always been a Zach Houston truther. He's down in Erie. Uh, he's got like a two ERA out of the bullpen. He was a guy that I was really excited about a few years ago and just has never really figured it out. The other two pitchers, though, that you have to talk about with a prospects show at this point are Ty Madden and Dylan Smith. who are both, both pitching for uh, West Michigan. Both of their first full seasons, both of them just drafted last year. Both of them drafted in 2021. Ty Madden was taken uh, with our compensation first round pick and Dylan Smith was taken in the third round out of Alabama. Ty Madden out of Texas. These guys have been really, really solid. Dylan Smith especially has been just absolute lights out. Uh, I I think Dylan Smith is going to be in the majors soon. He's already 22 because Wright went to college. I think there's potential for Dylan Smith to be in the major sooner rather than later. And by sooner, I don't mean like in 2022, but I I don't know, like September of next year might be a little early still, I guess, but I don't think it's completely ridiculous, and I I think 2024 is when you're like, hey, like Dylan Smith, Dylan Smith, you know what I mean? He's had a great year, a 0.8 whip, 44 innings, that's nine starts, a 307 ERA, 40 strikeouts in 44 innings, that's an 8.2K per nine, a 1.2 walk per nine, really, really solid. Ty Madden has been pretty like, like imagine Ty Scooble, Ty Scooble. That's actually a great name for what I was trying to say. Imagine Tarek Scooble last year when it was like, Hey, I'm going to get a lot of strikeouts, but I'm going to give up a lot of hard contact. That's what's happening with Ty Madden. Ty Scooble. There you go. Uh, A new player is born. He has a four Oh six ERA and 10 starts in West Michigan. Uh, he has given up nine home runs. That's almost a two home run per nine, which is high, but also as almost a 10 K per nine, 48 strikeouts in 44 and a third innings pitch. Uh, the walk number is 13. I mean, 2.6, two and a half walk per nine. Not bad. You'd like it to be a little lower though. 1.195 whip, basically a one, two whip. So uh, he that's one where, Everybody talks about his mentality. Brian Pena down there, oh the dog! By the way, love me some Brian Pena. Um, He's the manager in West Michigan, and he talks raves about Ty Madden and Dylan Smith, and and especially he he loves himself some Ty Madden. Talks about his mentality and just his work ethic and and how he pitches and his mentality on the mound and everything so often. It's awesome to hear, and uh, I love that pick on draft night. I love both of these picks vocally on draft night. And uh, I'm definitely really excited about them going forward. Some other players really quickly just to keep an eye on for uh, Parker Meadows got into a really hot start in uh, West Michigan this year. Really, really hot start. He's been a guy, probably the fastest player in the entire organization and just couldn't really get any consistent amount of hitting down. Uh, He is, for those who have been living under a rock, Austin Meadows' little brother. And he... It's it's interesting so he's 22 years old now. And is he already 22? Goodness, man. I, I remember when he was when he was 18 everybody's just talking about the kid that like hit 300 and could fly in the rookie league. Um so he he's 22 now and in West Michigan had like an 8.13 8.13 OPS mostly due to slugging. He was hitting home runs and a lot of doubles. Very high slugging percentage, still a low batting average though. And uh, that power has not really translated into uh, his promotion into double A has a 613 OPS in Erie. Um, so we'll see that's someone to keep an eye on for someone to, to watch out for Josh Crouch. His last name is Crouch and he's a catcher. This is someone I have to give credit to uh, to Chris Brown of uh, Tigers minor league report and, and Woodward Tigers and all that him and uh, Rogelio great human beings and you great human beings great show. Really, really great guys. Uh, very fun to talk to. I'm doing a draft day crossover show thing with them, so that'll be fun on, on MLB draft day. But he he was the one that kind of first vocally was like, yeah, I really like Josh Crouch. And everybody's like, "Like, why? Why do you like Josh Crouch? Why do you like our 11th round pick last year? Uh, he, he's done nothing but hit. Has an 835 OPS in Lakeland. Got promoted. Has an 865 OPS in West Michigan. Went to college. Um, so he's already 21, 23 years old. So there you go. Just a, a a really fun player, a a hitting catcher. You don't see those every day. So definitely a guy that I've, uh, ever since Chris started bringing him up earlier on in his career, I, I kind of, uh, have have kept an eye on him. Jose King. We're not going to talk about Jose King. You're not going to bait me into that. Uh, That might be it. I mean, AAA has mostly just been like the, Area of rehab players, so I'm sorry I didn't get to too many players in, in Toledo. But, I mean, like, Trace Thompson's been good, but he's 31. Uh, Brennan Davis, I really like. The waiver pickup we got from the Angels. He has an 828 OPS. I'd imagine we'll see him at some point in a Tigers uniform. I don't know if it's this year or next year or if we plan to hang on for him or what. But a great depth pickup. Uh, Erie, is there anybody else? I'm just trying to do, like, quick hits before – I don't think so. I think that's everyone. I think that's everyone I wanted to. to oh, Dylan Dingler, we got to talk about. 718 OPS. Uh, I also really like Andre Lipschius, who has a just about an 800 OPS at the time of this. Um, really, I mean, he's 24 years old now. Really, really solid on base percentage numbers, and that's why I like him. Everybody loves, know me, knows me, knows that I love my walks. He has 37 walks and 35 strikeouts in Erie this year. Love Andre Lipschius. I I hope that when the Tigers start getting healthy, he might be a candidate to get promoted. Um, Yeah. Man, look at that. He's a 240 batting average and almost a 400 OBP for Lipschius. Love him. Love that man. Dylan Dingler, though, uh, the catcher, the second-round pick, what, two years ago now? Yeah. Second-round pick in 2020. Um, 718 OPS. He's looked good defensively from what I've seen him. I, I like how he calls games. He's getting a lot more pitching talent coming through Erie now. So I I think that he's gonna continue to to have uh to, to catch a lot of really good games. I think he has the potential to do so. Offensively, I, I think for him, what people don't realize about catcher development is that it is so much about timing so often. And and, and by timing, I just mean getting. Playing time. It is a whole different beast going from from high school catching to college catching to professional catching just because of how much wear and tear it puts on your body and on your legs. It is it is ruthless. It is brutal. It is non-forgiving. And you have to get used to it. Your body has to get used to being a, a catcher every single day for this long of a season because he's never played this many games before. So I think that the offense will come around a little bit more as his body just gets used to being an everyday catcher professionally. So I'm, I'm someone is still 23 years old now. Definitely keep an eye on Dingler. I think a lot of people are kind of expecting him to be in the mix for catcher of the future. So definitely a fun player there. Gage Workman, six seventy seven, six sixty seven OPS. Rather sorry, uh, not hitting for a very well average, but does have some sneaky pop. That's always been the the thing with him. Um, and uh, I think for him, it's just going to be keep playing solid defense and figure out how to, uh, how to raise the batting average and raise the on-base percentage. Striking out way too much. Striking out way, way too much. And, and I think that's the biggest thing right now. So cut down the Ks, keep playing good D, uh, and, and he could see himself fly through. Daniel Cabrera's really struggled, really since drafting him. He was our second-round pick. When was he our second-round pick? Was that 2020? Yeah, 2020 um, as well. And because of all the compensation rounds and stuff. So he was a guy out of LSU. He, he great at LSU and, and is a guy that really struggled in double a this year, got sent down and is now hitting like 600, like straight up. He's played like five games or something, but he's hitting like 600 in high in high single a in West Michigan and has like a 1500 OPS. And everybody's like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess he didn't really like being sent down, but he had like a 500 OPS in Erie, So, uh maybe maybe a quick rebound maybe a quick comeback to uh to erie here for him maybe just rides out the season who knows uh but another guy to keep an eye on and like i said i'm refusing to talk about jose king i'm not doing it okay i think that's everyone i'm sorry this episode's super long but we haven't done one of these all year so there you go our first prospect friday of 2022 Many more to come. Don't you worry. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. The Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and his unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast. Locked On MLB on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. For the next one, for the next Prospect Friday, maybe we bring in uh, some Carlos Santana. Maybe we bring in... Uh, well, there's honestly, there's a, there's a lot of, um, international Tigers. Did I say Carlos? Goodness, man. I'm, I'm so washed. Christian Santana. Golly. Carlos Santana was, a was a Tyler tiger killer. Christian Santana, a, uh, ha, has been an interesting watch so far this year. Uh, there's, there's a couple of really big name international prospects, uh, for the Tigers that in recent years that uh, that are fun to talk about. So we'll probably get to those guys next time. But I truly am out of time. I got to I get out of here. Peace and love. Going to Therapy's Dope. I'll catch you all Monday recapping a series against the Toronto Blue Jays. Go Tigers, baby.